0: All right, welcome to High Sticking. I'll be your host, Jobes.
1: You got Annie here.
0: And it's Obi. We got a good one packed up and ready to light. Uh, we're going to be breaking down the Atlantic Division. Really excited about this one, but before we pass around the pipe, Annie, Obi, anything to add?
1: It's tough. The Eastern Conference is going to be tough again this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I,
2: I just like you were saying, uh, it's just a... I was thinking through every single one of these teams, and I know we're talking about our, our rankings one through eight, but I, I'm still looking at them saying, is this the right way? Because good Lord, is this a tight division? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well,
0: I couldn't agree with both of you more. Uh, so let's just dive right in. So at number eight, I'm going to count us down in three, two, one. Montreal. Montreal. Montreal freaking y'all. All right. <laughs> so we all... <laughs> Starting off with unanimous number eight I feel like that was pretty simple um I don't even care to pick anyone specifically to start in this one because we're all kind of feeling the same way about it I'm yeah. just gonna start with some pros I'm just gonna start with some pros that I do like about Montreal mm-hmm. I think Caulfield uh he's gonna have a good season I think hopefully he stays healthy comes back good I do like Allen and Net, but Just at the bottom line, they're a lottery pick this year. year.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of going to echo that exact same thought. Like you said, it seems like this was one of the only spaces that it felt like an absolute lock in this division. You know, I love... He should change his name to Goal Caulfield first off. (laughs) I think that it fits him better. Um, But yeah, I mean, what they were dead last in the league in 2021 to 2022 and then last year they were 28th in the league and had 26th in uh goals for and 29th in goals against so i don't think that they're a team that anybody's expecting to make any big uh shake or make any big steps forward and just a, a young team and i hope that <laughs> his shoulder holds up and we can see some more talent and uh, at least goals flying for him in a couple games to win but i don't see much coming out of them absolutely annie
1: yeah, another thing they're really bad at is being injured. Yeah. They actually led in the man games lost. But the fact of the matter is is it, it doesn't that's not enough to help them. Um, I mean, you said Caulfield, I also think Matheson will have a better year this year. It's just not gonna be enough. I mean, they might break seventy points this year if they're lucky.
0: Yeah, I can't I mean I can't echo okay, what. Everyone said enough. Um, don't need to spend too much more time on them. I will say it's hard to get through this conversation without mentioning Suzuki. Yep, I was going to. say it Same thing. Um, and and it, you know, it's it's kind of hard because you look at the roster, you kind of want them to be okay. Um, but like like we've all said, I just, just don't think they have anything that's going to push them um, in any way, shape, or form. We talked about how tight this division can. Be. The the one through seven just they're just left out of it. So yeah, I think on that note, we're just going to have to give them one of these. <laughs> Unanimous number eight. Uh, Yeah.
1: So, unfortunately, the Like, fun fact on Suzuki, uh, he was the only player on that team that played more than 70 games.
0: Wow. Okay. That's that's a wild one. That's a a brutal stat. I I mean, big factor for them. All right. So, let's dive into seven. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Detroit, Detroit,
1: Detroit, man. Oh, maybe
0: these are the easy ones. Um, I'm almost tempted to push a horn for them just because, wow, Uh, you think about them.
2: Go ahead. I'm actually going to
0: let I'm going to let you go ahead and push the horn. Yeah, we'll we'll give Detroit one of those. (laughs) So actually, um, we all did it again. But Annie, you, you tell me what you got.
1: All right. So this is just a really young team. They might be about to turn that corner on the rebuild process, but they just still got a little bit more to go. Uh, Like last year, they they ended with like 30 shots against per 60 and only put up like 28 shots per game themselves. Like that's not going to do you any favors there. Negative
0: 10 is not good.
1: No, you're (laughs) going to get I mean, Larkin to Brinkat will probably see a little bit better seasons this year. Will lead the team in points, Brinkett and goals, but you know the goaltending isn't good either. So you'll see improvement, but not enough to get them any higher than seven. Yeah,
2: I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. I mean, just to kind of bounce off of that, and we don't need to talk too, too long because there's no arguing to be had here. But I mean, the the big thing, the biggest call out, is obviously like you said, they added in DeBrinket, and he's a ton of talent. And I think they have some good talent on their team, like. You look at Mo Sider, who I think is one of the best young D-men in the league, absolutely cracks skulls every single day he goes out there, and he just is a force to be reckoned with in the D zone. Um, And then, you know, even Comfort said a – Career high for assists last year, so I mean they're taking small steps forward. And I kept every time I looked at them, I was like, just to your same point, I was like, are they almost like scrappy for a wild card? But no, it still feels like they're on that back half of a a rebuild, and they're just kind of trying to bring some kind of revitalization, give people a reason to want to believe and come to them next year. So, yeah, I don't think there's much yep, to believe for in.
0: sure. Um, good points about DeBrinket. You know that's got to be an impact just having him on there you assume he's top line with larkin yeah uh, i got in my notes power play could be deadly you should sure. got that those that top i don't know about the second unit um the top unit could be very good and that could could change some things for them i still don't see it pushing the needle far enough uh, i do like goss Despair as a third d i find it kind of wild that he's a you know Prompted to be third D.
2: That's, dude, I kept thinking the same thing. I looked at that like projection. I was like, that's wild to think about. Yeah, I felt (laughs) like he
0: upgraded them and would it maybe, and maybe throughout the season, he starts to get second line minutes. Definitely power play minutes, quarterbacking. I do not trust their net. I do not trust their net. And especially with the young team, Um, I find Perron very underrated. Uh, Cop had a disappointing season last year. So he's looking to bounce back. I think, for me, it all comes down to the net and that team in front of who they have, uh, the rest of the league that they're going to be going against, number seven.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're going to be one of those teams that has kind of a shaky goalie situation that doesn't have a very solidified defense in the first place, and it's going to be a really tough sled for them.
0: Number six. In three, two, one. Buffalo. Bruins. Boston. Boston baby Ooh. oh man Ooh. so i'm gonna put this in Annie's court for her to uh her to pick you 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 pick you want to go or you want us to lead this in
1: yeah i'll go and then i'll let you talk about boston because that's a that's a drop for me okay. <laughs> <laughs> for buffalo i mean they can be a good team but there's some things that for me could cause some issues so Skinner started off great last season, but then his second half performance was just complete drop off. And I think that's what we're going to see more of from him. Um, I don't see Tuck uh, repeating his performance last year either. I, he had uh, his points per 60. He had about like three, 3.4, I think is what it was, and nearly a full point over his career average. So you can expect, I mean, that's hard to repeat when it's that high off your average. Expect I see reg- a lot of, what was that? Expecting some regression. Yep. And then in the goal there with. Man,
0: I'm, I'm going to challenge that. And-
1: I'm going
0: to challenge Ooh. that. I am going to challenge i do not see regression. Ooh, no. Okay. See the exact opposite. All
1: yeah. right. Put it on the board.
2: Well, I'm going to put it happen. on
0: the board. I see the exact opposite of that with that top line.
2: I'm going to say put a pen
1: in it. Bring yep. it back around when we get to your. Uh, your no,
0: pick. I am. I'm just challenging that point, And then you continue. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. But then my other concern is I, I see a little bit of uncertainty in goal with uh, Lucanin, who is under 900 save percentage last year, and you know you got Levi there. But the thing is, he hasn't seen a ton of pucks yet at the NHL level, and I mean, it's it's not that he can't be something great for them. It's just unproven. So when I'm putting this together and basing on what I know, it kind of had me land them here with that.
0: I can I can uh I can appreciate that. It's a good train of thought to, to put it that way. Yeah,
1: like no disrespect, but it's kinda like you gotta prove it to me first. That's
0: fair. I'll give you that. All
1: right, but now much. I gotta hear about this Boston tape from y'all.
0: Obi, you want this or?
2: Uh sure. I mean I'll lead into it. I'll
1: let you layer on, but for me.
2: And one of my big notes that I have also on my side when it comes to Boston is in big, bold letters I have, this is literally just a guess. Um, Because I So
0: I felt that same kind of way when I layered them a bunch and was like, I "I have up here? And then, so yeah, but keep rolling.
2: I have no idea how to even approach this Boston team because they go from literally being the greatest single season, regular season team of all time to losing (laughs) what feels like their whole core and identity aside from a couple guys. But, I mean, Bergeron, who has been the heart and soul of that team forever, they lose Bertuzzi, they lose Hall, they lose Foligno, they lose Orlov, they lose Connor Clifton. That's ridiculous. It is. Like, so many guys who are not only leaders on the ice, but, like, locker room guys that build up the character the culture that you know solidify who this team is are now no longer on the team and you know for me that's that's a huge change and also you know i know montgomery just won you know coach of the year last year but really he's still just a second year coach you know this is a huge change over for him this is a huge turnaround they're expecting some adversity and he's got a whole new group of guys to bring in and, and get back up to you know what he's already set as a crazy high standard. I just don't know how they they come back and they replace all that
0: kind of. Yeah, right. It's easy to come back. You know, you come in your first year with a loaded team. Yeah. And then that doesn't mean you didn't push all the right buttons to get to that record season.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: obviously got the potential as, as the coach to lead that way. But exactly what you said, the, the losses versus the gains. You go, you look at it, and you got Pavel Zacha, first-line center, and I, I don't dislike him. Um, I actually think he's a really talented player, mm-hmm. but he's not a first-liner, and he's not the identity like you're talking about with the Boston Bruins, to be that guy. Like Who's yeah. going to wear the C? Who's going to just lead that team? And then you, you think of Allmark playing through the injury, um had a great year a trophy but then i just think back to what you said with the team in front of him now he's got yeah. a different team up there uh how do you come back from the injury how do you get in the right headspace and that's what i never trust goalies just because that headspace like they could be the best and you turn around in 2 seconds later and then the worst goalie in the league um so so i'm thinking where i kind of validate myself was that he's going to he's going to regress yes um the rest of that lineup just doesn't cut it for me stacked up against the rest of the Atlantic.
2: Yeah, I think just to finish this off just for a quick sort of thing here. I mean, you're left with guys like Marchand, Pasta, McAvoy. They're two-headed monster at goal and Zaka who all need to take huge steps forward. Maybe not Marshan, but uh, most of those other guys who need to take big steps forward in identity and culture for that team because they lost a huge amount of it and they really need to just build something up and have a strong foundation because otherwise it could get really shaky really quickly. And that's why I got it
0: I'll be rooting for Morgan Geeky. but um, And it will get a little bit weird if if this comes to fruition and they're not a part of the mix because they've just been a part of it for so long.
2: Yeah, also shout out to them picking up my main man, Jesper Boakvist. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so any rebuttal to that i mean did we sway you on six or are you still still feeling that you made the right choice
1: i'm in the middle somewhere okay. Get okay weird
0: we're wavering we're wavering we're not there yet but we're wavering so let's roll in i think we've we handled six pretty well so we'll roll on into five two, one. two one ottawa tampa florida Okay. All right. All right. We got auto. We got Tampa and we got Florida. Obi think- Sell Me on Tampa. So this is one of those ones where I, you know, <laughs> I'm not a
2: man who always in sports likes to follow pure stats, pure analytics, because they don't always actually end up manifesting. And as much as Tampa has always been a good team and they still have a lot of their core guys, I think that they lost enough. And the the other teams that I have ahead of them have taken just enough of a step forward in what feels like a crazy tight, tight, tight division that they're just going to slip enough to where they end up in this five spot for me. Um, You know, first round exit last year, that's kind of brutal. They lost some of their kind of older guys. They lost Killorn. I mean, when you literally lose a guy whose nickname is Killer, I feel like that's got to be a tough one for you. Um, And Pat Maroon and Corey Perry as well, kind of a small step back there. But like I said, a small step back and a a super tight division can lead to pretty substantial changes as far as where you end at the end of the season. Um, And they didn't really do a whole lot to bring in anybody because they have a pretty hefty team as is when it comes to, like, who they have, right? Like, you know, you start to look at that lineup and you're like, oh, these are all really fantastic guys, but they're generally older, right? Like Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman. We have Sergachev as expected on second line, but he was like their bell cow last year on defense. He
0: was, so. he was the guy last year, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
2: he really kind of stepped up on that power play. So, I mean, I want to see how he does in, in comparison to where he was last year. And, you know, I hate picking against Vassie because he is an absolute, yeah, he's a dog in every single sense. So I think depending on how that defense holds up, how their aging sort of veterans hold up, and if they can stay healthy, I could easily see them being better. But they lost to me just enough players and pieces to where I think they slide back.
0: Okay, I can live with it. Um, Obi, you want to hear about the Sens, or do you want to hear about the Panthers?
2: Uh, I want to hear about the Panthers because I'm okay. high on the
0: Okay, I'll defend. I'll defend my take. This is actually one that I settled on, and I was actually hopefully I can kind of get you guys where I'm. I'm thinking on it. This is one I actually kind of feel like sticking to. I see a lot of projections of them being high up in the Atlantic, but you think about it, right? They squeak in last year. Yeah. Squeak in. If Pittsburgh doesn't lose to Chicago. Mm-hmm. then it's Pittsburgh and not the Panthers. And they don't go on this run. None of this happens.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: mean I, I feel like it's a lot of recency bias. Yeah, totally. I could, I could be wrong, and I've been wrong before. Um, it, it's good news reported today. Kachuk will be available for camp.
2: Yeah, thank goodness.
0: So I did see that. That's huge. Uh, Barkov, Verhegi straight studs. Um, no, no denying that. Barkov, possible uh, Selke candidate. I would say. Um he's gonna miss some time though. He's gonna miss some time, but I still can't count it out with that. But then I start to get in the bad. And you lose Duclair. I think he was essential to them. Ekblad Montour, maybe not available to November or January. So it's That's a real right. broad time time That's range. They lost um I was thinking of my apologies. Lost Gudis. So the the defense is is half of what it was last year, right? You replace it, uh Forzling's still there, but Did I read that he was possibly hurt for a little bit too?
2: Um, I'm not sure. I don't. Okay,
0: so I'm not certain on that. But let's say he let's say he's healthy for the sake of argument. Weak defense. Bob was out of his mind in the playoffs. The yes. Pretty much sole reason it wasn't Carolina in the final. I think he comes back to earth. I, I think he's back to regular season Bob last year. If you have the regular season they had, that they had last year, a worse roster, you're not making the playoffs. Fair enough. I. I just feel them not stacking it up. Um, they're not going to repeat it. I think it was kind of a fluke, and it doesn't happen again.
2: They also lost stall on that defense, too. So, I mean, another kind of big loss. He's on- a
0: veteran presence. I don't know if the talent makes that much of a shift either way, lose him, gain him, even if they brought him back right now. I don't think that would change my mind.
2: Fair enough. I was just saying, to your point, it feels like their defense overall lost some a lo- the- A ton.
0: Yeah. and talent and and leadership that they had.
1: I hear you on Bob, Bob, too. I
0: don't see Bob holding it up with that.
1: And I agree with you on that with Bob, to some degree. Of course, I'll get into it eventually. But, again, bring it back up. We're not talking about playoff Bob, either. We're just talking about how we finish. All right, what's your thoughts on the
2: Senators, huh? Oh, yeah. Curious about this one.
1: Yeah, all right. So, with them, so if you look at them, like, year over year kind of, how they're doing goals against, goals for, or whatever. So they made they didn't really do much with their goals against stats there, but they did make strides in their goals for. And I'm betting them we're going to see even more improvement this year, even with Dupringek gone, because he didn't want to play for him anyway. So what difference does that make? So then they've added Terran Sanko. You're going to get Norris back from his injury. And I also think you'll see Batterson get back closer to his 30-goal average, which helps them as well. I mean, you've got Corpusallo and Forsberg in there in the goal. Um, I mean, they're about average save percentage goalies there. And the defense does like get Corpus better. A little
0: above. A little above. I like
1: yeah. Corpusallo above average.
2: <laughs>
0: so they I don't average. 306 GAA last year combined and then the 906 save would have put them at 14th in the league last year. Ottawa finished at 20 last year in that those categories. So that's a okay. six six ranking jump. Just in those categories, added on to the rest of that team.
1: Well, wow. I mean, well, we're here. Keep going. Keep going. Here. Keep going. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: uh, I mean, y'all throwing this at uh, me, like. Sorry, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> but the thing is, is even with where the goalies are and stuff, and your D is going to get better because Chikrin coming back, and I think he helps a lot there in your goals against. It's like, I mean, you take that out. So I have them here. And the interesting part, and y'all kind of laugh at this maybe a little bit, is actually having a tight race with Buffalo. This five and six was a little bit of a toss up for me, too. So but ended up landing with the Senators and five there.
0: I just felt like you were telling me how good they were.
1: I mean, y'all kind of ran me off of it.
0: (laughs) I'm, I'm sorry if it took it that way. But every time you made a point, I was like, she's convincing me they should be higher. She's not telling me they should be over five. What is? What is this? Yeah, man, I well, got
2: you. Got to think about the the four through one teams. Man. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs>
1: it's going <laughs> to be another like, except for our like, team at the bottom end. Land? Like, it's it's going to be a tight race.
0: Oh, I I can agree with you on that a hundred percent. Fair enough. All right, so we tackled the the first half. Yeah, everyone so. feels set. On their buzzer.
2: Period one is over.
0: Period one, you want a buzzer?
2: Hit us with a buzzer. Mm, period two coming up. First half done.
0: First half Feeling done. How does everybody, everybody feel about their picks? Do they feel that they would maybe change their mind or um, they feel pretty confident in what they picked so far?
1: I'm sticking by my guns. I think if I'm very asked, surprised. I think if you asked me
0: tomorrow
2: morning who I had and just to. Put this one through eight again. It'd probably come together a different again. I, I yeah, said, let me
0: get let me get right? four through one and let me sleep on it.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep shifting around. I know my seven and eight, six <laughs> through four. <one, laughs> we both, we all
0: know, all know seven and eight.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, number four. Let's let's start this uh the second half here. Three, two, one. Toronto, Buffalo, Tampa. God. I'm Annie.
1: For me, <laughs> you've got
0: to be Annie. Annie. Think I'm, I'm
1: thinking. Annie. Toronto.
0: Toronto <laughs> at four. Yeah. Do you so, have? Yeah, okay, I gotta ask first. Is they are they at four in the playoffs, or are they sitting on the outside at four in the? Uh, well, I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Let me let me have it. Let me have Toronto. Me, I, that, I
1: mean. I get to it, but that's a very hard question because you have to compare these two different divisions, and that's when oh, we'll, it gets we'll really, a, we'll really recap. weird.
0: i get a final recap. recap. I just yeah. – I got to – I'm pushing – you know, I'm stalling too long. I need to hear about Toronto now.
1: All right, so Toronto, I see them – they had some ton of turnover. You've got Bunning and Kerfoot leaving, whatever, but you've also gained Bertuni, Bertuzzi, Reeves, and you got Domi too, which – I. Personally, I think Max Domi is a little bit underrated. I like him a lot. It may just be personal preference. I like the guy. Um, and I'd also like to think that Matthews is actually going to see some better numbers this year. I mean, he had a hand injury last year still played. But, you know, you got a hand injury, you're not maybe ripping shots as much as you normally would be. So, see that coming back. I mean, you've got Marner, Nylander, and Tavares. They're just going to be stout as usual. I don't expect any like downside for them or whatever. Um, I actually think Marner can improve some from his performance last year, his numbers. Uh, You get another solid year from Samsonov in there, and you're definitely back top four in the division. Um, I think it's a toss-up between this and my number three, but I dipped back into that back-to-back factor, making the call because these guys have 13 back-to-backs. It's going to be that close of a point race.
0: I still I, I want to hear more about what's wrong with them.
1: Yeah, I keep hearing. Tell me it.
0: more, tell me more but, about what's wrong with them.
1: But that's the thing. And this is why the top four are really hard for me. Is because it's hard for me to find things wrong with these top four teams. And it's why I'm simply relying on that. Like, you've got 13 back-to-back. It's going to be that tide of a race. Kind of like I was talking about mm. last – like, last um, – the Metro Division. When I was talking about those – Like, three through six, we're going to have, like, less than a seven-point difference. We're in that same situation. Like, it's just going to depend on that two or three games, maybe, where you either get the extra point or you don't.
0: I can see your point with that. I think if they do have a weakness, it's in the net.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. But, I mean, I think that the fact that behind Samsonov, they have Wall, who is an absolute just fantastic talent as what a lot of people are saying he's the number one prospect as far as goalies go um you know it it could be one of those kind of cases with uh the team that i was going to talk about here and the
0: sabers um where lead us in lead us in because i was going to agree on the same fact with uh with levi as perfect uh, and levi and with annie's point of unproven
2: yeah, yeah, where it's just to kind of finish off that thought, like they have what feels like a pretty good guy to start and goal, but if he even starts to shake even slightly, they can move to somebody else. If for Sam Sonov, it's wool and, you know, for the Sabres, they have kind of a 1A and 1B guy, and, you know, Levi is right there kind of at their heels. It's just a matter of who they end up wanting to go with and whatever guy wins it out, maybe even in camp um so that'll be one to watch um and man as <laughs> as I was trying to put together this ranking this was the team that I was having the hardest time with because I fucking love the Buffalo Sabres I keep looking <laughs> at this roster and I keep going man these guys are going to be so cool to watch they're going to be good um I mean you look at <laughs> you just look just at them, look at them like I love Tage Thompson. I love Tuck. I think Cousins is an absolute beast. Rasmus Dahlin is my favorite player in the entire NHL whose name doesn't – or his last name isn't Kachuk or doesn't play for the Devils. Like <laughs> – I mean, and I think Levi could be just like a super incredible young goalie to come and step in and just lead the team. It's just a matter of how well they end up kind of lining up. I think it's a lot like, um, not to spoil anything, but I have similar thoughts about... the, the Blue Jackets in a lot of ways where I think that they're super young and just talented enough with just enough really, really uh, elite young guys to where if things click, I could see them being a terrifying team to line up against. And I think they have just enough guys around that locker room. I've, Let's just also talk really quickly about the fact that they brought in Eric Johnson, former number one overall pick in, like, 2006 or something crazy like that, who's going to be a really good locker room guy to kind of, like, just bring guys together. And they also brought in uh, Connor Clifton, like we were just talking about there, from, uh, I believe, what, Toronto, right? Or No. Boston. Lightning. So, Boston. either way, they brought—sorry, I'm maybe I've, I've had a little bit of something to, to smoke. <laughs> Okay, I'm working through my thoughts as I'm thinking through them. But either way, I think Connor Clifton's a really solid guy to help solidify that defense and give Darlene a bit of help and potentially put something stout in front of Levi or whoever the hell is in net this year. And I think if they get things clicking, they will start clicking
0: hot and fast. Clicking and clicking. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're
1: seeing a theme here. I know you still got to go, Jobs, but it's funny to me, this theme we're seeing, especially in the middle pack with this, veteran kind of like average goalie and then who's the one behind him going to push him
0: when he yeah. speaking I didn't I mean I didn't have to listen to too much detail cuz he didn't have to sway me at all <laughs> that pick uh, that's why I don't have them here yet I haven't spoken about them yet as a team fair enough
2: fair enough
0: I have Tampa so very first thing I wrote down about Tampa is it's really hard to count them out just just really hard cuz they've just been there for so long the cup runs Um, But then you look at the past couple years and the loss in the cup and then losing the first round. Yeah. Um, And so you just, you start to wonder, is this the regression stage for this roster?
2: Yeah. Are they on their downstroke?
0: On their downstroke. And you've seen it with other teams. You think of the Hawks back in the early 2010s, the same thing, what Mm -hmm. three and six years and then boom, just complete Valley. And so I see the same thing happening with them. Um, all still one of the best in the world. Stomkos, Hall of Fame, going to be. Absolutely. Point with 95 points last year. Just signed Mott as a depth signing. And once you you said it earlier, hard to count out Vazzy, right? Yeah. I still don't trust the backup. I think it's still always because of who he is. It's been a, a one and a two. And he's played so many games in the past few years. And you start to wonder if he starts to, I don't ever expect him to be terrible by any means. But think about Lundqvist at the end of his career. Just And you think about Quick now. The yeah. man, you always want to put respect on his name.
1: <laughs>
0: Stanley Cup uh, champion. <laughs> exactly. And you're looking at a, a you know, proven Vesna Stanley Cup champion goaltender in him. But does he start to, does the workload get to him? Yeah. Um, Besides Sergeyev and Hedman, I think you said the same thing earlier that they I feel like they're kinda of weak. Yeah. And so the, all the points you just made of uh the Sabres, it you know, you've you validated my thoughts on Tampa. Um I, maybe you guys see eye to eye with me looking at it that way. I don't know.
2: Hey, I agree. I mean, I have Tampa even lower, so I, I could to- I could totally
0: see it. So we're rolling into the, the the top three? Yeah, yeah. I think so. All right, let's do it. So we get top three in three, two, one. Tampa Bay. Ottawa. Buffalo. Oh. Tampa Bay, Ottawa, Buffalo. Uh, I can go ahead and jump in. That's fine. Yeah, yeah For yeah, take my it. choice with <laughs> Tampa
1: here. And the reason I'm going to do that is because everything that you just said isn't far off why I'm here, too. I mean, you have them four, I have them three. My reason for this the three and four, I was really on edge between them and Toronto when it came down to those They'll back survive. backs
0: Didn't I work. mean,
1: if you've got Point Stamkos, Kucherov, and Hedman, like, I don't see missing the playoffs, just point blank. And then add on Vasilevsky, who actually last year was one of his worst seasons in a while, still posted a 2.65 goals against, and a nine one five save percentage. Like, I mean, he's gonna get better than that this year. So that's why I have Tampa Bay here.
0: Not much more to say. You I disagree with his regression. Or I, I think he, he gets worse. I don't think he gets better this year.
1: Really? Just
0: based on who's in front of him.
1: Yeah. All right. Another another one for us to put uh, it on the board. Put it on the on the dry race board. board. Put it on a sticky note.
0: Yep, put it on. <laughs>
1: gonna put a board right behind me here and just have the marker ready
2: <laughs> yeah just, just start yeah, writing down. i like it our hot take to just it. mark through as the season goes through all right obi all right um this is another one of those teams i freaking love the senators man i love them um this year very hot. yeah dude same me too i wish i could have them in like my top two um once again, another reason is because they're just a team of really scrappy, younger guys, by and large, um, that I think have the ability to really just get things going. And
0: Unless stop- you don't like this team, they're going to be like, they have to be the fan favorite, right? It's just easy to root for.
2: I mean, either them or, you know... <laughs> like, I think there's a lot to love about the Sabres. I think
0: either of those teams... I'm just... Just exactly this, but for the same reasons, right? They're those young cores. Um, got a couple of outliers, of course, but like you said, scrappy young guys that you just think are going to be fun to watch.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you don't like watching Brady Kachuk play, you don't like hockey. That's just a, a fact. Facts. Yeah.
1: Fact. Fact.
2: Um, And, you know, to that just general point, like, I think it's crazy that they managed to lose to Brinkett, who is, of course, a super, super talented guy, but they feel even better this year. Um, And, I mean, part of that is because, one, Stutzla has, I think, just... A a massive season coming up this year Where he's going to absolutely go crazy And become one of the true Elite players in the entire NHL Um, Brady Kachuk Of course a dog Um, I really like Chikrin a lot I think he's a really solid D-man Alongside you know A a pretty good D-core with Shabbat and Sanderson Um, Sanderson needs more love I think he's a super talented young dude Who's like just a really solid guy, and I think also Batherson and Giroux is kind of that like second line duo on just forwards. I think they're guys who put up numbers and can can keep offense clicking.
0: This point in his career, what's that? Said Giroux was seventy nine last year. At this point in his career, yeah. And I think the I think the the argument people give about Sanderson is just the not enough experience yet, and so they just yeah. this big contract, and he's only played not even a full season of of games so far Mm -hmm. a lot to invest in it but I'm with you on on how good he could possibly be for them
2: yeah yeah, and just like the same point of Buffalo I think they're a young team that can just go fast loose no super high expectations people just expect them to have fun and I think they can surprise some people and when they get clicking they're going to start crushing people
0: so that flows perfectly into me speaking of Buffalo on three Um, exactly you couldn't have put it Better for me, so I'll keep it short. But so young, have a little special place in my heart for Jeff Skinner as well. So want to see him. You know, I just saw a stat the other day. He's just every single season never made the playoffs. He's such a yeah. talent. I just I, I feel like if he can get there, we're gonna see a, a different Jeff Skinner. If he like just let him loose, almost the way Jack Eichel was this year, just break out. Like you finally let me in this thing. I'm gonna tear it up. And I think he comes with a fire, Um, but like I said, I don't want to waste too much time on it there. I feel pretty, they could finish below three, a hundred percent. And it would not, you know, I wouldn't be insanely shocked, but they're good. They're good. And I'm, I'm throwing the money down. I'm not going to put it on the board. I'm not,
1: don't,
0: don't, don't even mark it down officially. Uh, But Buffalo at three would not surprise me either. Yeah. I
1: guarantee you Skinner scores get some that. goals on
0: the Canes. Oh, of course he <laughs> but You get that chemistry building, like you said, throughout the season. Who knows what those, those two young teams can do.
1: I'll I'm, say I really – I want – I mean, I know I have them all the way down at six, but I really want Buffalo to do good because I do like them as a team overall.
2: Totally. Hard not to, really. Not to. Yeah. Are we down to our top two?
0: Top two. Oh,
2: yeah. Man. Final period of the game.
0: Final period final period all right let's jump into two
1: are we doing one first are we doing two or are we doing one
0: i mean i think it might be i think we might be split on all of them still okay uh That's so i think go we, to go two to one i think yeah, we all can. right the the previous time we spoke we were pretty set where those those top two were so it was fair all
1: right well, two it is
0: but two it is in three two one florida Florida. Ottawa. Ooh. All right. Prove us wrong, Jobs. Wrong. Uh, we talked a lot about them already, but I, I use the phrase over and over. I'm really high on them. I'm going to be legit disappointed.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Are in this, at least com- contending for this situation. I almost compare them to the Devils of last season. Like, like they might be ahead of where they're supposed to be.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect comparison. Look at
0: the Devils and they finished second last year in that same you know set set franchise record in points. I can see Ottawa doing that. You look at their their scoring and they have it.
2: Yeah, and
0: you think I think Tarasenko gets it back. He's got. He's going to have to for them to get to where I think I'm he's due for it. But I think he's due for it. Like yeah. you, said, you haven't heard much about the injuries in a long time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but a little bit with the Rangers, he, he kind of. He put up more points once he got there, but he played a few more games and he was on the ice for a lot more goals against. But I think he can turn the corner. Yeah, um,
2: I think it was just one of those classic cases for him. Sorry, just to like jump in here, where it was like, we have so such high expectations for him already that when he was just playing pretty good, we felt disappointed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. It was a bit, a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. But Stutzland could chuck together, I mean, over 170 points together. Mm -hmm. That's huge Drew Mm -hmm. at that point in his career last year 79 points, the leadership Um, Norris I I haven't seen a recent update On his injury If he comes back healthy Huge And then you pointed out the defense already Um, Jabot, I think he's coming back From an injury as well And I think Chikrin is too Um, But Chikrin I've always liked him every time the trade deadline comes up I want us to go get him (laughs) because <laughs> he's mentioned every year, because yep. he's been hanging out in uh, what was it, Arizona for forever, and so every year it was like, are they selling him? Are they selling him? I was like, get him. Uh, so what I you say
2: uh, so you mean the the, the hurricanes?
0: hurricanes? yes. So every year I was like, please get him. <laughs> it's easy for me to root for him because I've always desired him to play.
2: Like a lot, I got
0: you. Uh, and I, I do believe Corpusal can be the one. Um, and if Forsberg comes in behind him, and they can do a one-one B, right? Who's hot? High- Roll it that way. Look out for Ottawa. Ah, number two. Number two, Ottawa Center. New Jersey Devils of this year. <laughs>
2: uh, hey, I think that's a perfect comparison. So, so Annie. Annie Overs. I'm going to let you lead our discussion on Florida, and we'll hopefully uh, sway him.
1: Right. So, uh, I mean, unlike Tampa and Toronto, like they're going to look pretty similar to what they did last season. I mean, you've got the issues with Montour and Ekblad that are that are out, and then you got the loss of goodest install. So you're going to have a slow start to that D. But the thing is, is I'm going to lean towards Montour and Ekblad coming back November, as opposed to January. And as long as Bob can give a good performance at the beginning, you might be fine there, just and not get too far behind. I and mean, you had to chuck. You know, he had a 109 point season last year, and I think he's going to be in that same ballpark. And I I expect Barkov to actually get better this year, too. I mean, he had 23 goals last season, but he averages 30. I mean, he's, I think he'll get closer back to that 30. I think all that kind of puts them back into a good spot, um, you know, but just waiting for that defense to come back they'll miss out by a couple points and end up in that runner-up spot. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I,
2: I think you've kind of touched on a, lo- a lot of the things that I wanted to say. But, I mean, last year, I don't think if you would have asked all of us if we even expected them to go to the playoffs, we would have all said yes.
0: 100%. And I mean,
2: the, the fact that they got in, the fact that they shocked the world, the fact that they had no business beating the Bruins and every other team that they beat, I think that, this year, Bob comes in going, I am that that guy. I'm just as fucking good as everyone knows that I am. I had a shaky season. Once we started doing poor, I stopped believing in myself, and then I came into the playoffs with just the intent to say, whatever, I'm going to play my game, and that was what worked out for him. And so I think that he comes in this year completely revitalized. They bring back their 10 top scorers from last year, so I think when – you do that, you're probably going to be generally just as good as you were the previous year. So long yeah. as Chuck stays healthy. I mean, I know that they say he's coming back for training camp, but I also just want to see him be healthy. And they also brought in Ekman, Larson and Kulikov, who I I like both of those additions. I think that's just something that, you know, they bring in guys who are good and build up that defense, even though they lost Stahl and Gutis. Um, I mean, Gudas was good, Stahl, to your point, was more of a leadership guy, but, you know, neither of those guys were super talented as far as getting the puck in putting shots on net right they were mostly there for kind of their body and just kind of being bruisers I think they kind of switch up from being a pure like beat you up beat you down and terrify you every inch of the ice kind of team to being a team that can play with a bit more finesse and put some more shots on goal with you know less pressure on Bob um and yeah I think I think they they have the ability to change their identity but still be even better than they were last year. And they all go in believing.
1: Your your points on goodest install were exactly part of the reason that I'm not too worried about that D at the beginning of the year. Like I don't think that's too much of an impact. I see it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we did not convince Jobs there.
0: <laughs> I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying, but I don't so last year's standings are a little bit Wonky in comparison, because you have the outlier of the Bruins. Yes. But number two in this division, 111 points. And Now that was far ahead of Tampa Bay in third. I don't see them being an a 111-point team. Maybe it's it's tighter than last year, and that's how they kind of get up there and fight for that two spot. But I, I don't... I, it's to your point, Annie, they, they have the same team as last year that finished fourth with 92 points and was the last team to clinch a playoff spot. And I think everybody else got far better than they did. And that's why you haven't swayed. We Thanks. shall see. We're going to throw up the number one pick here. Number one. The team that is taking the division in three, two, one Boston, Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs, and Toronto. I'm all ears.
1: This is kind of wild because of how low y'all had Boston, yeah. and now y'all both have the thought. <laughs> so we just completely. Hold on,
0: hold- Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what are you smoking, smoking Annie? I mean,
1: <laughs> probably a lot. Because I don't have a great don't explanation.
0: A day. I'm going to say It's it.
1: just the Le- way that I feel about it. I mean, they're a good team. And I mean, you look at the changes that happened in the offseason, the roster changes, and I'm looking at the names. And outside of Bergeron and Krejci retiring, I don't see like. A big difference in production and what the players can do. Like, yeah, you lost those guys, but I also think, like, it, it's okay. I think it was okay for them to go. I don't think it's like the end of an era for them, anything like that. 13, uh, you're not, 13, no, Hall or Love. I mean, I just, you're losing. Minute, this is just how I feel about it. All right. I mean, you're hey, not you're not gonna see 135 points again, don't get me wrong. That's and you're true. not gonna see Olmark go near as nuts as he did, but just where they're at and the way things work out, I still see them running to first place. I, I can still see it. And maybe so, go back to talk about like team being board. older. And put that on
2: the dry race board. <laughs> Got
1: <laughs> it. I'm gonna write it down right now.
2: At one. Yeah, I need you you to put another cough down for that. That was a stone cold take, in my opinion.
0: (laughs) It is is a stone cold take for sure. If if you are correct, if you are correct, every time that you don't want me to speak at the end of the season, you just (laughs) to me. You can you can do that to me if, if you're if you're right on this one.
1: <laughs> As we're talking, I'm gonna go look up the odds,
0: the futures for the Atlantic,
1: and see what they are right now because I'm really no, curious no, now. I didn't look them up.
0: If you're feeling that good? Throw it down, but
2: you Once can hit the with the- discussions come around. You can you can push us around if Boston ends up in one. Um, but
1: I'm looking it up. I'm
2: telling
0: you. you, Jobs. What are your thoughts on on the on the Leafs, brother? Clear-cut division favorite. I mean, oh. you're definitely, with the odds, top six, one of the best in the league. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Terrifying. And you think of the defensive additions, um, and you think of both, like multiple power play units.
2: Yeah. Just
0: pure, pure lethal scoring. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel like when Annie was talking bad about them, she was talking good about them and was convincing me even more of why they're number one. I'm going to make the same point. The only thing I'll give her is the Matthews coming back, um, kind of off a down year, but I think he comes out with that big contract. He proves why they paid him as much as as they paid him. Him, Marna, the addition of Bertuzzi, scary. Uh, as a Canes fan, wanted him, even though I hate playing it against him because he's just that like, just that little animal that can also score it too. Yep. And Domi, uh, he's got this the special place in the Canes fans' hearts too from beating Boston. Um, back in the playoffs a few years ago, but so I've always rooted for him as well. And you look at what he did for the Stars last year; it was key to where they got in their season. And so they just got better across the board. I still, you you made the good points about Wall being the backup. It could be that unproven star. Maybe he's maybe he's the Toronto goalie goalie of the future. And that's you know puts them over the edge, and they're actually contenders for the next few years. Uh, they're definitely I, I I can't even put them in the same world as Boston. I think if anyone catches them, it's Ottawa. But you gotta go Toronto at number one. If you, I just I don't. They gotta they gotta screw it up to not be number one.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty close there, too. I think something else that's worth discussing just really even quickly is the fact that they brought in a new GM. So that's the one thing that maybe there's something that can mess with the team a little bit just as far as GM and, you know, leadership goes top-down. But
0: culture can change everything.
2: Yeah, yeah, right? Like, there's a chance that's one of their big weaknesses this year, but otherwise I'm kind of right there with you. I think... You know, it depends on how well that defense holds up in front of Samsonov, um, and if they can kind of keep him out of trouble, because I think he's good, but I don't think he's elite, and I kind of feel similarly about their defense, where I think they're good, but I think that a lot of the reason why they are as good as they are is because that top six is terrifying, Um, and they just got better, like, You know, they were already a scary team before, but with the addition of Bertuzzi and man, also on that fourth line, something that a lot of people seem to complain about. But I freaking I think Ryan Reeves brings a lot to the culture of that team. And I think he brings a lot to just the identity of that team. When you have a guy who goes out there with the intention every night to scare the opposing team from being on the ice with you. I think that the second he switches out and they have to go against guys like Matthews on the other side of them and Marner and Bertuzzi, they start to turn into something that I felt like they lacked, which is a really scrappy team that also has killers on on the sort of offensive side. Uh, and so, for me, I think they've only gotten better. I just want to see how well they hold up in goal and how well they hold up on defense. If they can keep the puck in the, you know, offensive zone, I think they're going to be an unstoppable team. And I think it's theirs to lose.
0: All right, so that's our breakdown. Um, I think we all feel pretty good about it. It was a good discussion. Oh, yeah. I think we're, uh, what do you think? Before we put this out, you want to do a little, little pass in the Roach? Yeah, yeah. Let's
1: pass the Roach.
0: All right, so on uh, today's segment of Patch the Roach, we're going to give each, um, each player is going to pick a breakout team, or excuse me, breakout player or impact player for each any
2: person. here is going to pick a breakout player.
0: Don't mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 down real quick. Anyo, who is your impact player of the Atlantic Division?
1: All right, so I'm going to cheat a little hit twice, just so you know, but it'll make sense why. So, my number one breakout is actually going to be Spencer Knight, goalie for the Panthers there. Oh! And this is the reason that I'm going to double dip a little bit, because this is all a caveat on if when he gets to come back from that player assistance program. He went in February of this year, but he has been allowed to participate in the training camp for them. Uh, He's got career... uh, Two nine one goals against average, nine oh six save percentage, and you know who knows what can happen if he gets healthy mentally and physically. He could compete with Bob, take the spot, and those two pushing each other, you could see magic happen. But as a just in case for him, this is going to be really weird because he's coming from Montreal down there at the bottom. But I'd keep an eye out on uh, Alex Newhook. Uh, He's been playing for Colorado. So, I mean, look at who he's got ahead of him. He's not had a whole lot of ice time. But, I mean, this could be his best season yet. Only his fourth season. So, like, a new guy breaking in. I'd keep an eye on Newhook for sure. Oops, let's hear what you got next. All right. All
2: right. So, my breakout player for, uh, for the Atlantic Division is Dylan Cousins of Ooh. the Sixers. I love this kid. I think he is an absolute menace. And I think he's going to go absolutely nuts this year. Last year, he had 68 points as a 21-year-old. That is ridiculous. He's, he played mostly second line last year and kind of towards the end of the season when they were s- sort of making that push to try to make it into the playoffs. They moved him up to center the first line. They moved Tage over to a right wing. And he went nuts. He went nuts. I don't I don't see why there's not a reason why that happens more this year now that they proved okay, well these two work perfectly together. Why not keep feeding the hot hand, move cousins up to first <laughs> first line and give him and Tage the kind of reins to run the offense. I think if that happens he goes even wilder. I think there's a, a plenty of chance he gets to eighty points if if he was that good at twenty one. I don't see why he's He's not getting easily 11, 12 more points. Um, yeah, and I, I think that it's just a good synergistic relationship so long as he keeps proving it at second line. I don't know why he wouldn't move up.
0: I like it. I like it. I'm rolling with Jonas Corposalo. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> that's, you know, with Ottawa at two, that's uh, that's the way they get there. They're going to have to. I think their roster's too uh, too good up and down to not... Being that two-spot and the way they get up there and are the devils of last season is Corpusala gets hot, has a vantage kind of thing. And, uh, you know, 18 wins off of two separate teams last year. Obviously played better when he got to the Kings. Um, I think he gets the real shot to do it with a good team in front of him. And and he maybe even Vez in a conversation. If they're, if they're two in the division, it's got to be up there, you know. He's going to be that much of a factor if they're in the spot I have them in. OK,
1: that's a good call out if that's where you're putting them too, I mean, he's got a And I have a reason for it. So makes sense.
2: You know, somebody I think is worth quickly talking about another goalie who should have a breakout season. Devin Levi. <laughs> we talked about it a little bit, but man, kid has all the talent in the world and a lot of the uh, sort of team in front of him and ability in front of him to take that top spot. I think he could be that guy to be the future of the Sabres. Your point. That's I'd,
0: why I have them at three.
1: I'd love to see it.
0: I would too. I never said anything bad about him. Just said, I'm waiting. True. <laughs> you said a lot of good about a lot of teams when I thought you were going to try to sell me on how bad they were.
1: No. I mean, I just look and it's just <laughs> like. I know.
0: It's a tight one. It's a tight one. I think anything yeah. we can all agree on is that. Yeah. thought the Metro was tight and
1: this one was just as tight.
0: All right. Anybody. Any last little thing before we we ash this this roach out? Uh, I
2: think we're good. I think we're all in, you know, some degree of alignment agreement. We'll have to see how the season plays out. Only time
1: yeah. will tell.
0: only time will tell. That's Right.
1: Look at our Boston picks. We're so in alignment. Yeah. yeah
0: right. <laughs> right. Toronto too. Um, <laughs> all right. So we got this ash uh, before we get some Scooby snacks. We're gonna cash this and call it a wrap. Be sure to follow and interact with us on all social media find us on twitter at high sticking 420 high sticking on instagram and high sticking on youtube all right all you puck and potheads thanks for hanging out we look forward to token with you next week
1: peace we out